Hello, everyone. I'm Chris White. And I'm Stevens Brown. And we're from Tap Pest Control Insulation. And thank you for downloading our podcast once again. We're glad you took some time to listen to us. Yeah, absolutely. Today we've got kind of a, a unique topic. It's uh, kind of a different angle, but it's something that uh, we get calls from from time to time, and it's definitely worth talking about. And that is good old knee walls and ah. how to do them. Yeah, knee walls. Uh, you got to love knee walls, right? But first of all, what what is a knee wall, Stevens? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> a good question. And, and uh, you know, folks, keep in mind, this is kind of generically speaking, but a lot of guys out there will call them different things. But a knee wall versus a pony wall, and I think it's important to, to d- differentiate the two. And so uh, a knee wall is basically, you know, sometimes you get up, in a person's attic, you can see maybe they, they've built it out. There's a room up there or a bed or a playroom. Well, what they've done, because their attic trusses allow them to build it out, they've built a knee wall, which is what we call it, that connects basically the, 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 the bottom of the attic to the roof trusses. Okay, and so they build that out. They're able to hang drywall, create a room. Um, it's not load-bearing. It's somewhat supportive. Um, but a lot of times when they build that out, they're conditioning that space, right? And so we we want to make sure we insulate that. Now, on the other side of the fence, we have what we call a pony wall. That's where guys may pop up in the attic and, and due to maybe perhaps like a vaulted ceiling, so to speak. There may be, you know, kind of a, a wall built out up there. You can see where the height of that ceiling comes up, the drywalls hung from it on the inside and things like that. Um, absolutely not load bearing, not supported re- really at all. Um, but we still want to insulate because, you know, that's a differentiation between the living space and, uh, and the attic. So, so those are the, the, the main two differences. Um, Chris, what are, what are your thoughts on how to insulate them? Yeah. So I want to, you know, just make, make sure we're clear that, you know, when we, we go to insulate a knee wall or a pony wall, pony wall, I think you described it exactly right. You know, it is that that vaulted ceiling, something that sticks up. It basically is part of the conditioned space below. Yep. Um, now, when we think about a, a knee wall, then we're thinking more of the insulated space above in the attic. Yep. So you might be creating in a room or or making a, you know, insulating uh, the attic space. So there and there still could be room above that area. Yeah. Um, in a, a very lot- small. I was going to add to a lot of them guys are noted, you know, when you get up there, you think, oh, it's a room, but then there's a little door where you can get back there. Well, then you can see, you know, the actual knee wall and how it's built from the, the, the floor truss of the attic up to the, to the roof trusses. And a lot of times there is access space back there. Right, right. So, you know, when, you know, so you're basically insulating it when you're making it part of a conditioned space. That, that's the important part. You're not going to insulate something that's not going to be conditioned or if you're, you know, there's no need to to do a knee wall, so to speak, if you're just insulating the attic floor. Um, so we just want to make sure we sort of understand how that works that, you know, we insulate where we want to keep the heat or cooling in, yep. um, which is, you know, very common for what we do, but so how do we do that? Right. So that's, that's the question. How do we, how do we do that back there? Well, it, it's very simple. We actually have a webbing. There's a webbing that's available um, that you put up over that. Now, I know some folks like to try to use plastic. And um, first of all, plastic is not recommended for any cellulose product. As per the cellulose industry, we don't recommend plastic, uh, tap included. You don't want to use a plastic barrier back there um, for a lot of reasons. Number one, you know, you don't, you want the, uh, 
any moisture. You don't want to trap anything in there and create a condensation with that plastic. And, um, you know, secondly, you're blowing a lot of air behind there and it's just going to blow up like a big balloon and probably break anyway. So yeah, stick, <laughs> leave the poly in the crawl space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you want to be able, so you want to use this netting and it, it's, um, you know, the, the insulation webbing that we have is very similar to say what's under a, a, a couch or a, a box spring that kind of allows the air to pass through, but it'll hold the insulation in place. And, you know, the key there is to string that along the, uh, your knee wall, or your pony wall and staple it on every stud. Um, I am a big fan of the pneumatic staplers. They are, uh, we actually, we do sell them. Um, they're, they're super fast. I mean, you can adjust them to uh, staple about one staple every uh, second or 1800 in a minute. Yeah. And I think, I think after you do a couple knee walls or, or at least net a couple with a hammer stapler, you'll, uh, you'll find yeah. yourself very quickly purchasing a knee mat. Yeah. Unless, unless you want Popeye on your crew, um, you know, <laughs> the swing stapler is going to get, uh, going to get tough after a while. So the pneumatics are nice. You do need an air compressor on that, but you, you basically stretch out that webbing and, and, um, uh, you know, attach that to the, to the studs all the way uh, about, you know, each staple needs to be about no more than uh, an inch apart. Half inch apart is, is great. And the reason we just want to make sure it's up there firm, it's not going anywhere. And then, uh, then you want to blow right behind that. Yeah. Fill that right up. And, and you can't adjust it where if you want to have it bow out a little bit, give yourself a little slack. So you put a little bit more in there, um, you know, to, to, sort of build out if you only have a six inch area and you want to do a 10 inch then you can kind of belly that a little bit and give it a little more insulation that that's completely up to uh you know what you have specced on the job yeah i was gonna add because we're not hanging drywall on this you know you don't have to be as concerned about how you know flat and perfect and level you know the material is as well with those staples so Right. Yeah. If you start getting into it where you are finishing it as a room, then it becomes really a, a dense pack wall situation. And that's a separate podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, it's so it's, um, you know, it's very simple to do. And, you know, so to speak, you're just putting up that webbing and then blowing the insulation right behind it. No, uh, you know, special settings on the equipment. Just go ahead and fill it up as though it were a, a, an attic. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, let's get into the next part. Uh, we did have some good questions come in. Um, we had two. Uh, let's see. First one came in from the great state of Maryland. Um, and Steve wants to know, I have heard of some cellulose producing a smell aha, after installation. Does tap off gas any odors? Good mm. question, Steve. Yeah, yeah. You know, we often, um, I mean, we sometimes get people who call in. I, I had a uh, um, I think it was Steve actually that called me on this and um, originally and uh, had a customer who mentioned off gassing and he didn't even know what that was. He said, off, what the heck is off gassing? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so it was clear to me that the homeowner had done a little bit of uh, uh, Googling and found a whole bunch of information out there and, um, you know, smelled something in her home and decided that, Oh, it must be off gassing because I read it on the internet and everything on the internet is true. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, you have to sort of get the facts when you do that. Don't believe everything you read. Right. So the facts of it are um, tap is made from two primary ingredients, recycled newsprint 
which could be cardboard, it could be paper, news, newsprint, and then orthoboric acid. Um, orthoboric acid has no smell. Uh, that's why it's not a deterrent. It actually kills insects. There's no smell. Insects can't smell it. Rodents can't smell it. There's, there's no smell to it. Um, so therefore, there's nothing in the product itself that's going to actually off-gas or create a smell. Now, insulations that have had those issues, and there have been uh, cellulose insulation that have those issues, but that's because they actually put in, instead of uh, orthoboric acid, they're also cutting in a uh, ammonium sulfate yep. and, and ammonium sulfate is what actually smells, not the orthoboric acid. So because we only use orthoboric acid in our product, there is no smell. There is no off gas. Yep. Um, the other, like I said, those other products, typically you'll find those products in the, uh, you know, in stock at a home center or an insulation yeah, house or they're they're a lot cheaper. They're, they're kind of we right. kind of categorize them as blended. Um, but yeah, no. Doubt. Yeah, you'll you'll hear the term blended insulation that kind of thing. It's that's that's exactly what it is. It has ammonium sulfate in it, and ammonium sulfate is actually uh, if you have moisture in it, it's a form of sulfuric acid. Um, and you can I mean, there's some smells that people like, but ammonia is not one of them. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. And that, and that smell will come off. So that, that's where it is, you know, Steve, to answer your question exactly. No, we do not. Tap does not off gas. That's uh, a lot of other products. And unfortunately people read that and then they start smelling. And I, I think it's even important to talk a little bit more about what happens. Now, when you're insulating somebody's home that say was poorly insulated before, you got to think a lot of air movement was happening in that house. So they were oh, losing yeah. a lot of heat and, and, or air conditioning and the house was you know, ultimately breathing. Well, now you're, you're insulating, trying to keep all that in. And sometimes what happens is people start smelling smells that have never, that were not as concentrated before Yep. that may be coming from somewhere else in the house, but now they're, they're being held in because the tap is doing such a great job. Yep. So that that oftentimes becomes the uh, the real issue, um, and and the smell that you would get from uh, you know, like I said, the insulation would be ammonia. Oftentimes, when when people complain about smells, it's they're never describing it as an ammonia smell. It's always something completely different, which leads you to have to look in other areas. I mean, there could be a dead rodent somewhere, uh, birds, whatever. It, it could be something else going on, or. You know, or maybe it's their their teenage football player's uh, room. <laughs> <laughs> I know my old wrestling shorts smell pretty terrible. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, TMI. Awesome. Yeah. Um. <laughs> good. Good question there, Steve. No doubt. Um, the great question. Good thing to know about on 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 multiple facets too. Um, the second question we had come in, Brian from Colorado. He said, "I want to buy tap." But wondered where should I buy it from to get the best deal? Ah, that's a loaded question. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brian, what we try to do, uh, you know, at Tap Pest Control Installation is we have uh, we've really uh, looked around to find the best place we can to um, offer the product. So we have uh, obviously we sell it directly from uh from our office so you could you know you can call in and and uh get a price the problem with that is if you're looking for just a few pallets uh and sometimes even as many as six 
the shipping rate gets pretty darn high in certain areas of the country. Um, and especially with, uh, you know, some of the past shipping woes we've seen or, or maybe even seeing now in some areas that um, shipping costs can really add a lot. So we've actually teamed up uh, with a couple of, of uh, places. So one is uh, Viserys, which is our distributor. Yep. Um, Viserys, Former, formerly known by Univar. I like to point that out because some people call and I say, oh, you can get it from Viserys. And they say, what, what is that? <laughs> I say, yeah. say Univar, then the, then the light bulb clicks. Just so. Yeah, they've, they've done a good job trying to get their name out, but it's still fairly new in the last year. So, yeah, formerly Univar, uh, Viserys, um, you know, they're, they are a pest control uh, distributor. They, they sell all kinds of pest control related things. Many folks uh, hopefully know who they are. Um, and you can, you can go there. Now I know they're, they're not, uh, or you can call your, your rep or you can order online. They have pestweb.com, I believe it is. And they, you can order off there and get it. Now the advantage with them is that they actually stock it in their warehouses. They order large quantities, they stock it and they can have a little better turnaround and oftentimes with just a few pallets can actually beat our prices because they're ordering a larger quantity, stocking it and shipping it. So it's um, they are a, a good avenue to check out. Um, the other one we have actually is a special order on Home Depot's website. And that's a way now they're they're going to be uh, a little bit higher in price. So um, and I know some folks who may. Uh, not have a, a Viserys in their area, or no, maybe they don't have an account with them, um, then Home Depot uh, special order may be a, another avenue for you. Yeah. Or, or if you don't have uh, a lot of guys I may talk to, if they're, if they're brand new, they're starting out, maybe they're operating out of their house, their garage. If you don't have a brick and mortar location to receive product, Home Depot can be a great answer. Yeah. Cause you uh, actually would have it shipped. Uh, don't, just a word of advice. They will ship to job sites and stuff, but um, I wouldn't rely on that. Have it shipped to the store and then yeah. pick it up there. It's just a lot easier. You'll get the product quicker and um, it, it's just trust us. It's a smoother way to do it. Yep. Absolutely. So, yeah. Excellent. So, hey, Stephen, Brian, that, those were great questions. We appreciate that. Uh, and we're going to get the tap gift pack sent out to you as promised. And anybody else listening, if you have questions or stories or anything, please send it over to us at podcast at tapinsulation.com. And you also could get a highly coveted tap gift pack. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. So moving into the next portion, we've got herd in the field. And so these are some stories that have come in. Um, and so, Chris, what do uh, what do you have for us this week? Yeah, so I got a, a, a story actually from Edward. Um, he's in upstate New York. Okay. Um, and he's uh, he tried his hand at insulating some walls on an existing home. So this is what we call more of a retrofit situation. So they yep. um, and and I've seen a lot of this happening lately. You know, there's um, uh, with people really staying home more or, um, you know, in the past with COVID are now seeing that, Hey, geez, I really need to have this done. So, uh, insulation contractors are getting really pushed out on their jobs and people are getting impatient and they're, you know, they're looking for other folks who do insulation and finding that, Hey, what an advantage to have someone, uh, like a pest control company who can not only give me an insulation, but they're giving me a product that has pest control abilities. I want that in my wall. So, Edward decided he was going to get involved in it and try his 
his uh, first house. He read up on it, um, how to retrofit, thought he knew what he was doing and, uh, you know, got himself set up. And when the homeowner called asking for the service, he said, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. So he, he had a background, a, a little bit of background in as a siding contractor when he was younger. So um, he knew how to remove the siding without damaging and, and being able to drill the holes. So he was, he was set up pretty well to go ahead and do this. So things were going well. He was insulating the house all along. And then uh, until he got to one hole and it took about 10 times longer to insulate than all the other <laughs> bays that he had done, but he didn't think anything of it. You know, I and, wonder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he finished the job and everyone seemed happy. And then, but the next morning he got a phone call frantically in the morning, apparently, uh, Along that wall that took 10 times more insulation, there was a hole in that wall to the inside of the house, which was a closet. Oh, boy. And he filled the closet with tap. <laughs> that, you know, is not the first time that that has been done. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's not. I've heard, I've actually heard uh, other stories exactly like that. I've heard, you know, uh, actually. Yeah. I've heard that and worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cabinets are another one. A lot of times they'll put cabinets up and they may crack the wall, but because they put a cabinet over it, nobody sees it. Then you go to insulate and it starts blowing all over somebody's kitchen. And so, um, you know, those are some of the things it's, you know, I, I applaud him trying to, to do something, you know, Edward to try to do something different, but there's, uh, you know, there is some training behind that and a lot of things you need to know. So yeah, um, be, be careful before you leap, so to speak. No yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we appreciate the story. He admitted to it. Uh, he had a, he had a laugh about it. Of course, he, it cost him a little bit to have that entire closet cleaned out. And uh, of course, dry cleaned all of the clothes that were in there. So it well, was an Edward, expensive lesson. Edward, we'll send you a uh, a free tap T-shirt, man, to help compensate, offset some of that some of that negativity. So <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> we'll yeah. send them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's great. Hey, Stevens, what do you call bears with no ears? Huh. I have no clue. B. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh man hey you know what I, I for a long time i've had a fear of speed bumps huh Why but, I'm, but i'm but well i'm slowly getting over it oh yeah there we go we're, we're, you're on a roll now give me at least one more <laughs> well you know what i love i love my wife she she treats me like a god yeah yeah she ignores my existence and only only talks to me when she really needs something oh man <laughs> yeah well hey that's it let's end it before it gets worse the show's over yeah that was good (laughs) enjoy talking about knee walls you guys stay safe and remember keep those feet on the joist be well